Welcome to Faith Family in the Force. I'm Oliver. And I'm Annabeth. Faith Family in the Force is a podcast about just that. Our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver is in the Air Force. And on today's podcast, we talk about Spring Break 2022. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Sea to Sea with Love. This military spouse-owned company connects you and your loved one during deployment through care package sticker kits. These sticker kits make it easy to send fun and creative care packages. I wish I had known about this company when Oliver was deployed. The peel and stick application makes it quick and easy to apply, plus it's so cute and affordable. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at C2C with Love, or go to their website, shop C2Cwithlove.com, which is in the description. And use code FAITHFAMILYFORCE, all caps, all one word, to get 10% off. That's FAITHFAMILYFORCE at checkout. Spring Break 2022. Which is kind of funny because we don't have any reason to have a spring break. Like, you don't get a spring break from work. Jude's not in school to get a spring break. We just kind of made one up. (laughs) And it was awesome. So where do we begin? Well, I wanted to, I had planned to talk about the trip on the podcast just because it was something we're doing and something to talk about, an episode to to get done. Um, But after going on the trip, there, it was like so much deeper reasons for us to talk about, which we'll get to towards the end. Yes, it was an awesome trip, and it was one of those things that Annabeth had come to me a couple months ago, and we're the kind of people and the couple who plan out stuff a lot. She had come to me and was like, I planned this trip. You need to take leave from work. And I'm like, okay, and we're doing it. Yeah, I actually, I kind of came up with the plan, like mapped it all out, saw where we could go, and how far everything was from each other and everything while Oliver was deployed, partly because we did want to take this trip and partly because it was giving me something to do while he was gone to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And I wasn't disappointed when she had this, the master plan, if you will, all drawn out, not to the minute, but definitely each night she knew where we were staying and who we were seeing the next day and stuff like that. Yeah. So basically we... If y'all followed along on Instagram, we went from our house in Niceville, Florida, down to Miami, and then back to our house over about nine to ten days. Yeah, so we pretty much got to see the whole state of Florida except the like Jacksonville, Cape Canaveral, East Coast area, uh, Palm Beach. But we did get down to Miami, which is on the East Coast, but it was a good time. Yeah, okay, so... We started out going from our house to uh, our friend Matt and Sarah's house in Valdosta, Georgia, which it seems like kind of out of the way because we live in Florida, but it really wasn't out of the way. It was just a different way to get to where we were going. (laughs) Dang, that's really deep, like philosophically, you know, and that's how it works sometimes. Yeah, driving that way wasn't wasn't even out of the way. It was awesome. It was a beautiful drive. And this whole road trip had really cool road tripping views to see, whether it was the different kind of palm trees or the Spanish moss, just the uniqueness that is Florida and 
I like to think of that we were kind of like Subaru conquistadors in our little Subaru. Yeah, for sure. So anytime we were driving, we never drove more than three and a half hours, correct? Well, there was one day where we had to sit like an hour and a half in traffic and it was miserable. But it was when I planned it, we were not going to drive more than three and a half hours. And we really didn't, except for when we got that one day stuck in traffic, which it still wasn't too bad. But um, so just we're going to throw in some side tips of traveling with a toddler as we go along in this episode. And I would definitely recommend limiting the amount of driving you're going to do in one day. Um, yeah. So with staying on the subject of traveling with the toddler, specifically in the car, right? So we did a lot of three and a half hours, not really much longer than four to four and a half based on traffic and stuff like that. Why, why did you plan it that way? What was our magic number about three and a half hours or so? Yeah. Well, I don't think necessarily three and a half is magical. There were some days we only did like two and a half. Some days we did three, one day we did four, whatever. But, um, that's just for Jude. I don't know about other toddlers, but for him, that's about his maximum of like, he can do well in the car. We could have pushed it like further if we needed to with just like more stopping and letting him get out and eating meals or whatever. Um, because we definitely have done that just like driving to our parents' house and stuff. But for this type of road trip, we try to keep it at a little bit of a minimum. And it helped to most, almost all the times that we were driving, we waited until the middle of the day, which is when Jude takes his nap. So he slept for about an hour, an hour and a half of that drive, which was nice. Yeah, that's something I definitely would recommend. And I didn't really think about because I'm the kind of guy I'd rather get up early and go in the morning. And so you kind of have the three options. Like for me, I want to get up early and go and be there before lunch. Or you can go like we did for this with Jude. We went during the middle of the day during his nap time or whatever time your toddler or whomever you're driving with takes a nap, even if that's your significant other. And you can manipulate around that because falling asleep in a car or an airplane is awesome because it's just like time travel and you're just there. You wake up and it's cool. Or you can do it like some people have done. And I think Annabeth talked about this. Her parents did this when she was younger is drive through the night. I am not a huge fan of that one. I do a lot of flying at night. So I'm up. I can be up at night and I know how to function really well then. But it is just not comfortable for Jude to sleep in a car seat when he's so used to sleep sleeping laying down. Now, like Annabeth and I can get over it and we'll fall asleep anywhere. But I don't totally recommend that. But there's three options. Yeah, for sure. And then also just having because we still were trying to limit his screen time. So we did definitely let him watch some shows and stuff in the car um, on my phone. But having just like a basket of toys in the back we had we got him a little we've had this for a while but a tray that kind of goes over his car seat and so he has a sturdy surface where he could do puzzles and play with his cars and things like that Um, and then it's helpful obviously if you have two people in the car because I could get in the back seat and like read books with him and play with him too and keep him a little bit more entertained yeah, I was just about to say, like, when Annabeth would get in the back seat, it instantly bought us a solid 30 or 45 minutes of extra time we could just truck on. So 
throughout the road trip, before we get on to like some of the stuff we did, how did we handle, because I think this is important and we'll talk about it first. How did we handle Jude having to go to the bathroom? Yeah. So overall he did pretty well, but there were a few times that he had asked to go to the bathroom when there was nowhere to stop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like no gas station, no nothing, just grass on the side of the road. And a couple times we pulled over and him and Oliver went and tried to pee on the side of the road. Um, it, I, There's not much you can do. We did have him like in a pull up in case he we just couldn't stop, you know, or whatever. So he didn't make a huge mess. Um But I have heard of some people getting like the little toddler toilets and keeping them in their trunk. So if you wanted to pull over and like just take them, like let them pee in your trunk in the toilet, um, that could work definitely because you can just pour the pee out if it's poop. I mean, your car might stink. I don't really know. Yeah, I guess he could put a Walmart bag in there or something. But yeah, we pulled over one time and this was kind of memorable. And Jude's over there, like he was like, I need a poop. And then he just ended up peeing or whatever. And this lady like pulled over the side and was like, hey, are you okay? And we're like, yeah, we're just bathroom. And you could tell she had another kid in the car with her and she was just like smiling and like, oh yeah, classic parent moment. And I thought it was nice the fact that people still will ask if you need help because we could have had a flat tire or something. And she was from the area or at least by her accent, she was from the South. So it made me, it was pretty warm heart filling. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. So we went to our friend's man, Sarah house. And we went to an air show and we got to spend so much time with them. Yes, it was such a fun weekend. They're just the friends that you leave, even though you've gotten like little sleep because you stay up talking and stuff, you still feel like refreshed. Um, Just they're the best. And we did get to go. They had just coincidentally having an air show at the base there. that Matt works at is a part of. I don't really know. <laughs> um, and Oliver's plane was there. Some other people flew it there um, for the air show, but we ended up getting to see Oliver's plane, which was so cool. Yeah, that was a, it was a huge blessing. We saw all sorts of planes and took cool pictures with Jude and just made some good memories. And it was one of those things that I got to see, like show Annabeth and Jude my plane. And that was really probably the highlight of like the whole weekend for me besides just hanging out, talking with Matt. And it's amazing when you have such good friends like that. And it's the classic military story where we became really good friends at one base and then we went our separate ways and we kept in touch and everything, but then we're still able to make it work even living a couple hours apart. Yeah. It's like the best and worst thing about the military, right? Making such good friends and then you possibly and probably will never live near them ever again. Well, when you put it like that, that sounds terrible. But like she said, it's the worst and best thing all at the same time. And it just is another reason why I implore people not to hold back when they're trying to make friendships and because they're worried about, oh, this is just temporary. We're all going to move away because you can still make it work and you can still grow and be together and have awesome times. Yeah. And then you get to go visit people and see new places wherever they're living and stuff. It's fun. Yeah, it was a good time. So moving on from Matt and Sarah's weekend there, hanging out there, 
We drove down to Florida's Strawberry Festival in Plant City. This coincidentally was like the halfway point. So kind of think like Orlando area. And Annabeth had planned this whole thing about the Strawberry Festival. And I was so pumped to go to it. Yeah, it's like west of Orlando. It was basically Tampa. Which is like west of Orlando. Florida's weird. Like Orlando is like the central area of Florida. And that's where all the traffic is because Disney World. Yeah, we were not going there. So, um, went to Plant City Strawberry Festival. It was okay. Um, the amount of, like, strawberry things was, <laughs> like, not much at all, which is kind of disappointing. Um, but they had, you know, carnival rides and stuff like that. So, Jude got to ride a few of those for his first time. He had never ridden any rides before, and he really did love it. It was cute. Yeah, and he even got to ride some rides by himself, and that was really nerve-wracking for me. And there were so many people there, and so I was also nervous just being like Papa Bear and Mama Bear over here. We were just like, ah, there's a lot of people here, but we got some just good memories and photos out of it and a lot of sunshine. Yes. Okay, so what about we stayed in a hotel that night. Um, So what would you say about sleeping in a hotel with you? So we we never co-slept with Jude. Now, if you co-sleep, that's fine. Like, you do you and stuff. But Jude sleeps in his own room, and about and I sleep in our own room. We like the separate space. Obviously, in a hotel, I'm not booking two hotel rooms, one for my toddler and one for my wife and I. That's ridiculous. Maybe when Jude gets older or whatever. But it was different. We... Normally, Annabeth and I will just book a hotel with one bed, and we'll sleep in that bed because we just need one. But with Jude, we booked a hotel room with two beds because we were like, oh, we'll put him in one bed and we'll sleep in the other. But what ended up happening is one of us slept with Jude in one bed and the other slept by themselves. Yes, and we kind of fought, not really fought, but (laughs) neither of us wanted to sleep with Jude. (laughs) He, maybe, I think this is a common thing, and I'm sure if I did enough research, it would actually be proven because you can prove anything by doing your own research. But, like, he moves in his sleep so much. He's, like, constantly moving. He's kicking. And he's a little furnace. The kid puts out so much heat, and I'm just like, no, dude, get off me. Like, that's too hot. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. But overall, he slept pretty well still for the most part yeah it also didn't help the weekend that we decided to start our road trip we also changed time zones to eastern time zone from central so we went ahead an hour and then the time changed because america still does the whole like time change program we're not on a standard clock and all this stuff but maybe that'll change in the future so there was like a two hour difference than we were used to and that didn't help So we were hungry when it wasn't normal eating times. We were sleepy when it wasn't quite time to go to bed and we were getting up really early and all, all this stuff, but we made it work and we talked about it. We took turns sleeping. Like one night I stayed with Jude the next night Annabeth did one night we both stayed with Jude. And then one night I slept on the floor for some reason and it was all crazy, but it worked out. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So after we stayed uh, in Plant City, did the Strawberry Festival, spent the night. Then the next day we got up and we went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast, which just side note, when we are traveling with Jude, we like going to Cracker Barrel, especially to split up the drive to eat bre- like brunch or lunch because you're going to be out of the car for a while and Jude or 
your kid can walk around, look at some toys, you know, and get some of the wiggles out. Yeah, absolutely. And plus that can, you can kind of buy some more time that way because you can get a good hour and a half on the road, eat a late breakfast or something at Cracker Barrel and then get another hour and a half and then maybe it's nap time. So you might could even stretch it into a four to five hour drive for what it's worth if you kind of do your planning like we did. But I love Cracker Barrel. The only downfall is normally we always have to get a toy or something. We're working on that. It's a problem. I just love him so much and want to get him everything. But I know I'm working on it. Yes. Okay. Then after Cracker Barrel, we went to the Naples area, Bonita Springs, actually, where my aunt and uncle live. And they have a house on a beat on the beach. We, I went there like every spring great spring break growing up, um, and it's just the best place. Yeah, it was one of those places with the best relatives we were staying at. It was super nice, and we're super blessed to have them in our lives, and they just pour out so much love to us and always are inviting us down to visit them and stay with them, and it's refreshing. Like nothing, you have to, you don't really have to do anything. There's so much, there's always food on the table, which is like my favorite thing. And the biggest thing they want you to do is just sit and talk and be with each other. And that, so it's a win in my book. Yeah, for sure. And my mom and grandmother actually came and met us there. So we got to see my aunt, my uncle, some cousins, my mom, my grandmother. It was awesome. Yeah. Shout out to you, Gigi and grandmother for uh, listening. We appreciate you guys. Yes, and Jude, while we were there, took a nap with my grandmother every day that we were there. So that was nice because Oliver and I got a little break. Yeah, absolutely. So what else did we do in Naples besides just chill out? We went to the beach a ton. We swam in the pool a ton, which is so great to do. And oh my gosh, we got to like hone some of Jude's swimming skills and get him more comfortable with water. Yes, and it, the weather was much warmer there than it is here uh, where we live, so that was nice, and they have a heated pool, so that's always good. <laughs> yeah, that's something about the weather in Florida that's so interesting because living in northwest Florida, it could be 60 to 70 degrees, but down in Miami and Naples area, it could be 85 to 90 degrees, so you're a huge swath of difference there. Yeah, okay, so... One thing that we got to do since my mom and grandmother were at my aunt and uncle's house, we left Jude with them for, I don't know, like 24 hours, 30, yeah, not very long, a day and a night. And we, Oliver and I went to Miami, just the two of us. Oh my gosh. And it was awesome. And low key, one of the best parts about going to Miami was the drive through the Everglades. And we were just jamming out like old school times, listening to music and singing together and just talking. Yeah, we didn't have a little toddler to worry about at the time at the moment and just got to drive and talk and sing songs. It was really nice. And then we checked into our hotel. Oh my gosh, our hotel. (laughs) It was awesome. It was so nice, and we, I think we've talked about this before, maybe not on the podcast, but on Instagram, we're Hilton members, we have a Hilton, the Hilton credit card, and there's, I don't know, lots of things about credit cards and money and all of that, but 
highly recommend in my, in my opinion because you get points and you can pay for your hotel using those points if you travel a lot and you're going to stay in hotels it's a good way to do it and then also because we have the card and we have lots of points and everything like Oliver's a diamond member now and we were staying on a Wednesday night so there weren't a ton of people staying in the hotel because Oliver's a diamond member. We got a upgrade. Our room got upgraded to a, like a cabana room. It was right outside. Uh, the pool was right outside. It was just so nice. Yeah. So little flex there on the old Hilton program status. Um, but it's just one of the things that that's how we are a steward of our money there. And we enjoy staying in hotels and that kind of lifestyle. So the room was awesome. It was surrounded by other rooms too, of course, like all hotels are, but the people, it was just a good vibe and it was, everything was very Miami-esque, which if you've never been to Miami, it's, to me, it was strange because there's a huge city, but with like condos everywhere, like everything, even the office buildings look like condos. So it was really cool. Yeah, okay. And then when we got there, we checked in the hotel and then we went and got lunch. We had some amazing sushi we hadn't had sushi in so long so that was really good and then we went and toured the miami marlins baseball stadium checked off stadium number 10 yes it was so cool so just a quick rundown the miami's stadium is lone depot park it is a retractable stadium so it can be fully closed or fully open and the day we went, they had like the windows open so you could see the skyline so pretty and there was this awesome breeze. It was super clean, super nice. It's a fairly new stadium. It's only like about 10 years old. And we got a tour of it. We didn't get to see a game because all the teams are in spring training, which is another reason to road trip during the spring in Florida. If you're a baseball fan, you can literally go to like Jupiter, Florida, Fort Myers, Fort Lauderdale, and see a half dozen major league teams play baseball in spring training for, for free pretty much. Yeah, we'll have to do that one one year for sure. But we love the stadium. We both got new hats, of course. <laughs> Um, got you a t-shirt. It was so fun. And then we went back to our hotel and we just sat out by the pool, read our books, napped. It was so chill. Yeah, it was a good time for sure. And then we got up the next day and drove back and got to see Jude. And he was so excited to see us. Yeah, it was so cute. He woke up from his nap and we were there and he was so happy. Um, then we just hung out with our family for a little bit longer. Uh that day the rest of that day and the next day I think and then we left there and drove to Tampa yeah so one of my good buddies that I went to college with before um, the Air Force Academy he he and I have been keeping in touch and it's been almost a decade and we haven't really been seeing each other a whole lot because he works for uh, Brown and Writing, which is like a huge insurance company, and he's doing so great. And I'm really proud of you, Pat, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but that's okay. And so we went and visited him, and we met him at his house and hung out with him and his two crazy dogs and ate some food and just chatted it up for a couple hours and got to play with Jude. And he had never met Jude before, which is another crazy thing in the military is that you can, your life is going to go on, right? And you make those friendships and they're going to move to different places and you may have a kid and your good friend that you hadn't seen in like five or six years, maybe meeting your kid for the first time when they're like a toddler. And so that was kind of mind blowing. Yes, it was so good to see him though. And it's just 
awesome when your best friends get to meet your kid and they just love your kid and your kid loves them. It's just, I don't know, it's such a cool thing. Yeah, everyone that we got to talk to on this trip, like our friends Matt and Sarah and Pat and like our family, they were so life-giving. You know, when we left and when we were with them, it didn't feel like it was draining or part, like take anything was taking away from us. It was just, we were giving love to them and they were giving love to us and spending so much time and it was just quality. Yeah, for sure. So then from there, we went from Tampa to Lake City, which is, there's not really a ton there. They have a, some good restaurants. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. But um, we have stopped there several times on the way to my aunt and uncle's before. It's just kind of a good stopping point. And so we stayed there. We ate chilies because we don't have chilies around us. And Oliver and I are chilies fans. <laughs> Oh my gosh, some baby back ribs. No, but Chili's is just, it's just classic. And if you've seen The Office, like every time I go into Chili's, I always think of The Office and stuff like that. So it's just a good time. Yeah. So really, we just kind of got there, went to the pool, ate Chili's, like went to sleep. And then the next day, we got up and drove home. And we were home by 10 30, like pretty early. Yeah, we were getting talking about making lunch plans when we got home because we didn't have any food at the house. And so I was like, oh, we'll run by like Zaxby's and get some of the best chicken ever. And I realized it was going to be 1030 when they opened by the time we got home. So we had to deal with that. But it worked out. We were the first person at Zaxby's. So it was delicious hot chicken. Yeah, so then um, we were home. And I, I don't know, the whole... The whole time, the whole trip after we would leave one place and we're going to the next, I just couldn't stop smiling, was so happy. And then we got on our way home and I just realized that how like needed that trip was and not because we needed a vacation necessarily. Yeah, I definitely would say it was just the love and quality that we got everything was so wholesome one matt and sarah from the midwest they're from like indiana and it's the most wholesome place in all of america i wish i could move there and just have a blueberry farm or something and pat and he just poured out love and it's one of our friends that we just are so connected with and it's i don't know it was just it was good for the heart yeah for sure and then the other thing about it was that Oliver and I got to spend some alone time together, that we got to go to Miami and just be the two of us together. And we have not really gotten to do that since he got back from his deployment. Like we have been alone, had some alone time together and we've had date nights and stuff, but just having like a full 24 hours with, you know, kid free and nothing like no housework, no work, just nothing to worry about. Just getting to be the two of us together was really, really beneficial. Absolutely. And something, I guess like a last tip I was thinking about, I have it written down here is a vacation from your vacation. You know, when you come back from an awesome vacation on like a Sunday and you're like, oh, I got to go to work on Monday and you have the Sunday night scaries and stuff. Well, I hate that so much that I just went ahead and took off Monday, Tuesday so I could get acclimated and just be at home Monday, Tuesday, and then go back to work on a Wednesday and just kind of take it easy for the week. 
And I totally would recommend that if you can do it. If not, it's understandable, but a lot of people, they'll come back on a Friday evening or Saturday. It's that way they have a whole day off to get ready for the work week. And I think it's just really needed. Yeah, it worked out really well because Oliver was able to go to the grocery store and get groceries and do some things around the house, get laundry done, things like that. Um, So I think that was really good. But it was just the best trip. And I don't think if you can go on a trip like this, totally do it or whatever trip you want to go on because I think trips are fun and vacation is great and needed. You need a break. You need rest. But... If you can't do something like this, there, I mean, this trip was not, like we said, was not what refreshed us and gave us this like renewed energy and rest that we needed. It was the people and the quality time that we got to spend together. So even if you're not going on a trip, like put yourself around people that are going to give you energy and life and refresh you and make sure you're having that quality alone time with your significant other. And that's all I have to say. (laughs) Well, that's all I have to say about that too. I think you knocked it out of the park with that last summary. That was awesome. All right. Bye guys.